This episode brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash horror version for 30 days free and a book to get you started. For your book recommendation, Jen. Jen. It's me. Hey guys, this week I am recommending Carrie by Stephen mm, King. Yeah. And if you've seen Jennifer's Body, you know why I'm recommending that book. Because it's about high school girls and some crazy shit that happens at a dance. And it's really good. I love it. So check out Carrie. Oh, and the Audible version is read by Sissy Spacek, who played Carrie in the first movie. All right, guys. So check out Carrie by Stephen King on yeah. Audible. This episode also brought to you by Nick, Nick, Nick B. B. Hey, Nick B. All right, Mikey. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Let go. me tell you the truth about Nick B. He's great. He is great. <laughs> Let me tell you the good news about Nick B. Have you heard the good news about exactly. Nick B? Fun fact about Nick B. What? He did not get to go see Scary Stories last week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're sorry, guys. Yeah, we did not realize that the international release was not until weeks later. Fun fact, I've brought that up in our meetings before, and I don't think you guys were listening. because I have a question. I did notice wait, that. Was there pizza involved in these meetings? Yes, there was pizza involved. Wait, I wait. think I remember you saying that. Lunch <laughs> is a meeting? That's what we tell the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the podcast. I don't yeah, tell yeah. them shit. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> well, Nick, we apologize that you weren't able to see scary stories yeah. this past week. Hey, Nick, we're sorry. Hey, but Nick has been kept company by all of Jen's stories that she's putting on Patreon. So thank you. You're welcome. They call that a self plug. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They, do. they have been great, though. They have, I yeah. have watched all of them. Have you really? Yeah. This episode also brought to you by John. John. Hey, John. The truth about John. I <laughs> I reached out to John this week. Oh, Uh-oh. did you? On social media. <gasps> oh, yeah? I've heard of this. D- can you disclose which uh, social media platform you used? No. <laughs> <laughs> It'll blow Holy your Holy shit, the thought that went into that was amazing. <laughs> the conversation was too sensitive. He sided with the strange Australian giant spiders over people when we watched Arachnophobia. <gasps> what? The Huntsman spiders? Yeah. And he also, he hated John Candy's character. What? <gasps> he said he was too American. You mean John what? Goodman's character? I said that. No, you, no, you said, said John, John Candy. Candy. Who was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But died well before John Goodman. Well, John Goodman's still Yeah, where him. was John when that happened? <gasps> yeah. Wait. I mean, is this like a Highlander situation of John's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So John from Australia <laughs> killed John Candy and is after John Goodman. There can be only one. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Hey, John yeah. Goodman, watch your back. Yeah, we've got to get word to John Australian Goodman. see a Australian with a mustache? Does he Noah. have a mustache? Noah has the mustache. Oh, guys. Noah has the mustache. Sorry. <laughs> guys, it's if, attached to his glasses and nose. If we're going to make up shit, we're going to have to remember what we've made up. I know. Shit, this episode doing? also brought to you by Rebecca. Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Yay. I heard Rebecca is like really friendly. Yeah. But just animals. <laughs> just the animals? Maybe yeah. she's just tired of all your shit. Yeah. Have you reached out to ask her about fun facts? I asked them to reach out. I don't, I shouldn't have to take the first step. Yeah. You shouldn't have to do any work, Mikey. Yeah. They should just come to you and pay all live the in, money yeah, yeah. and just live in your little world. <laughs> they really, they owe it to you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're entitled to it. Mm-hmm. I am. An incel. Finish the sentence. Uh (laughs) Mikey is a Chad. No. (laughs) I wasn't even in a fraternity. (laughs) Neither was I, but because I couldn't afford it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well. All right. Well, Rebecca, reach out to Mikey on Facebook or. I think she follows me on Instagram. Oh, Rebecca did follow me. 
Hmm. But she didn't send a message. Fun she- fact about Rebecca, though. I hear she's delightful, and she yeah. has excellent taste in podcasts. So, Rebecca, reach out to Mikey and let him know some fun facts about you. We also want to take this time, because it's the end of the month, it to is. shout out our You Can Get It level Patreon subscribers. Yes, hey guys, thank you so much for getting it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for getting it. Yeah. And by it, we mean a shout out on today's episode. Oh, and I feel like they just get me too. Oh, do I they? Oh, finally. We have Ash. Hey, up, Ash. Oh, geez. <laughs> hey, Ash. Ignore them. We have Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Daniel. I've never met a good Daniel. What? Our Daniel is delightful. Our Daniel's the best. Ash is the best, too. Ash is amazing. Mm-hmm. Ash is uh, in the Facebook group. I, yeah? I see her all the time. Yeah, yeah, we interact a lot on Twitter, too. Yeah, she's great. We have Eddie. Oh, hey, uh, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie's on Twitter a lot, too. He is. Uh, yeah. He might be in the Facebook group, too, but I see is him more on Twitter. Is it with an IE or a Y? I think it's IE. Yeah, but I wrote it as a Y. Ooh. Fun fact Who's the real rebel? And we have Karen. Ooh, Karen. Hey, Karen. Spelled with a U. U. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember you from last month. I do, too. And we have Veronica. Ooh, Veronica. She's really nice. She is. She is really nice. Well, guys, in our You Can Get It level, thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to us. We all hope you continue to get it. We do, yeah. And thank you to our... Our uh, burn it down level patrons too. Absolutely, we are so grateful for all of you. We're Thank so you excited. for all the levels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you guys brought this episode to us tonight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, they did. Yeah, hey guys, a hook, hook, hook. Can we bring in the theme music? A hook. It's not what I said. It's on the other wing of the house. Oh god, I've seen your place. It's not that big, Mike. It's just me and the dog. I don't need a huge place. Listen, it's not the size that matters. It's It's really what you do with it. Welcome to the horror virgin, everybody. I don't know if I sign on to that, but we're going for it. Anyway. Hey, I'm Jen. And I am Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, and you guys make me watch scary movies. We're going to convince you. today. Oh, that's right. I guess you guys didn't make me watch scary movies because this <laughs> week the listeners made me watch Jennifer's Body. We yeah, did, Because yes. it was our August listener request. Mm-hmm. So you guys have seen this before, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I rented it pretty soon after it came out in theaters. I didn't see it in theaters. Now, I saw it in theaters. You saw it in theaters. Yeah. Now, Jen, you brought up this movie before because I at have. this time in your life, you know, you and the Podfather had not met. We had not, And yeah. you used this... As sort of a... A pickup line. There you go. Hey, because fun fact, listeners, Jen is not short for Jenferatu. No. It's short for Jennifer. (gasps) What? This whole time. You've lied to us. I know. Guys. But I would say, hey, you guys want to go see Jennifer's body? You wouldn't say you guys. (laughs) Hey, you guys. It wasn't, hey, you guys. I just walk into the bar and just announce it. (laughs) That would work. Yeah. It did. (laughs) I'm kidding, listeners. Oh, wow. So you guys have seen it before. Yes. I had not. This is my first experience with it. Let me ask you guys, did it hold up well? I think even better. I think, wow, okay. Yeah. I think Jennifer's body held up okay for its age. Oh. 
Mm. <laughs> right into that one. I, I really wish you had phrased it differently. <laughs> I mean, the title is, I mean, it invites that kind of it thing. It does. You know, I think it was intentionally And titled. the poster invites it, too. Yeah. And honestly, the movie sort of invites it. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't love the movie. I don't understand who it was for. I knew it wasn't for me. It was for me. Right. And that's fine. It just wasn't for me. That's why for it's you, named like, after me. No. For there you, you like you or for you like a group? Like girls. It was yeah. written for high school girls, and Diablo Cody has talked about that a lot, and Karen Kasama. Yeah, I mean, she, and she wrote Juno, right? She did, And yeah. that is sort of written for mm-hmm. that same audience, although yeah. I like Juno quite a I bit. Do too. I, I don't think this is a perfect movie. There are problems I have with it. A lot of it, I, I just don't think the dialogue has aged well. Not all of it. That's, Some of it I like. No, that's what I thought. Yeah. I haven't watched Juno in a long time either, and I'm mm-hmm. like, was this like really good back in the day? And then now if I watch it, I'd just be like... I remember not wanting to go see it, because I thought it was just going to be like slutty slutty slasher and I just wasn't into it and then I rented it and I enjoyed it but I think this movie is a lot more relevant now I think it was really ahead of its time I I was gonna say that too it did Mm -hmm. feel a little bit ahead of its time yeah and like they didn't really know what that time was gonna be but it wasn't then well there's a lot to say and we can get to some of them it just didn't feel like it was for 2009 because like think about what we've done the hills have eyes that was 2009 Mm -hmm. and that movie is I wouldn't say it's not good it's not great Mm -hmm. this movie I think was a lot better and it does sort of mirror where I think pop culture went a little bit well, more I think female it, empowered uh-huh. uh, and like Hills Have Eyes is so masculine and taking the power away from women mm-hmm. and this is very much the opposite of that and they came out around the same time. Yeah. That's interesting to me. Well, Jenna, I think he's learning. I think so too. So this movie is having its 10 year anniversary this year yes. and there's been a lot of writing recently about this as a feminist movie and kind of like as a queer movie too. I had that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought that We've too. Talked yeah, about we that talked about that in the movie. Yeah. So there are two ways to kind of read the subtext of this movie and one of them was that you talked about like about someone kind of discovering that she might be attracted yeah, to Yeah, that she's sex. not really into guys. Yeah, or, or just kind of questioning her sexuality yeah. and who she's attracted sure. to. There's another reading of it as a rape revenge Me Too movie. And we, we'll talk about that as we go through. Okay, cool, cool, I saw a lot of that in there. Oh, yeah, did you? Well, let's yeah. just get into it then. Let's get into this yeah. fucking movie. So, so we start outside a house and we see somebody picking a scab off of her arm and we see Megan Fox laying on her bed and she's watching that thing. It's like the a ski runner thing. thing. Yeah, the guy with the long curly hair. I remember that um, infomercial coming on all the time when I used to watch. Oh, was that a real infomercial? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. I remember that thing. So we see Amanda Seyfried who plays Needy, yeah. short for Anita. Oh, I'm going to okay. say that instead of Amanda Seyfried. All right. And so we see her outside looking menacingly out the window. And it's a little bit of a jump scare. It was. Yeah. And this we, sort of got me a little bit. Yeah. It's not super scary, but I was like, oh, shit. It's, it's getting real. And yeah. she's got an evil look on her face. Well, she's too. got a hoodie up over her head. She's uh-huh. like a night stalker. All right. Type hold person. on. <laughs> and so we hear her say, hell is a teenage girl. I think it starts kind of the conversation about how hard it is to be a girl in high school and a woman in our society in general yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but i think that's a big part of the movie and what they were intending yeah i can see that i can see yeah. that um and so then we cut to her in a mental hospital and she is staring out the window she's wearing her arm no she's wearing her nightgown yeah but you can see the like scars yeah, on her shoulder mm-hmm. i think she has one on her side mm-hmm. as well yeah yeah and then she puts on her orange is the new black jumpsuit yes it is very orange is the new black for the first two minutes. Yeah, and she's walking around talking about the fan mail she gets and she also gets mail from people that are praying for her. Yes. Um, And she says she's a kicker. And so we see her talking to a nurse and the nurse is like, I think you should probably get some more fiber in your diet. And bam! 
bam, she just kicks this nurse in the face. She like, goes throws like 40 her. feet back. She does. It's almost like she might be demonically possessed. Yeah, it's almost like she has superhuman strength, mm-hmm. Mikey. I just thought her dad was a kangaroo, and that's why he wasn't at home. <laughs> yeah, because she leaned back on her tail and really yeah. like let her have it. And she had those two boxing gloves and then like a little guy in her pocket. It was weird. Yeah, it was very strange. I didn't see any pouch on her. Because you were looking at her eyes. Yeah, exactly. They were up here. Blue. Mm-hmm. They're definitely brown. <laughs> All right, so she kick punches this nurse like across nine tables, and then she gets dragged into this non-padded Solitary cell. confinement. And then she's, she's talking about the voiceover of her town. And it's the town of Devil's Kettle. Yeah, this whole thing is like a, it's like a flashback. The whole movie is right. a flashback, more mm-hmm. or less. And this is where she's talking about Devil's Kettle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the town is real small, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's named after a waterfall. Yes. And the waterfall, but it doesn't, it goes into a hole in the ground. And scientists have thrown a bunch of red tennis balls into it. And they can't figure out where any of these balls go. Because apparently they didn't drive like two miles down the road. And find them. We'll get there, Jim. We will get there. We'll yeah, get yeah. there. Listen, um, science has a hard time finding <laughs> My favorite part about streams. the scenes right. is that those guys were wearing all this like radioactive protective gear while they threw the tennis balls down yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. That was real ridiculous. In case a mutant jumped out and got them. Yeah. Haven't you seen The Hills Have Eyes, Mikey? It came out no, around this time. Movie. It did. We covered it <laughs> just a minute ago. Although. Then we see yearbook pictures of Jennifer, Needy, and Chip, who is Needy's boyfriend. Yes. And Jennifer is Meg. Megan Fox and so she goes by Needy. She goes. Her name is Anita, and she goes by Needy, which is a weird name, right? To go it by, is, yeah. but whatever. I didn't I think like. It's this kind movie. of a Diablo Cody ish kind of name, you know. So like, she's Needy. Well, I think it's kind of ironic because I don't think she's needy. I think Jennifer is the needy one. Isn't anyway, that ironic? Don't just, you think? Don't like, you think? Yeah. On my wedding a little day? too ironic. Well, yeah, I really do think. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, but, and so we're seeing Jennifer's a flag girl and needy is just sitting like staring at her with oh, like this love is in her eyes. in the gym. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I honestly thought they were a couple at this point. Right. Because she's got that look and she says, sandbox love never got. Sandbox- never guys. Sandbox love never dies. <laughs> never dies. That's right. Well, yeah. And then this, <laughs> this girl says, you're totally lesby gay for her. I thought she said, let's be gay. No, like, she said, lesby gay. Lesby gay. Yeah. Yes. Which is either way. And that's part, that's like just a prime example of the Diablo Cody style of dialogue that I think is just real hit or miss. You know, sometimes I like it a lot and feel like, like I can relate to it. And sometimes I think it's just a little trying well, too hard. Juno you know? was full of it and it worked really well i don't think it works really well in a horror movie i don't know if it's necessarily the horror movie that makes it not work i just think sometimes it's who is delivering the line and sometimes it just it's not gonna work but anyway so megan fox is like spinning the flag and she Mm -hmm. waves off it at needy and needy waves back at a very uh googly eye kind of way yeah not googly eye it wasn't like bouncing (laughs) around but like (laughs) lovey-dovey eye yeah right my bad sorry and so i've read um interviews with karen kusama and yeah, because they're so dreamy. I love Anne Rice. I do. Like as a person, I've never read one of her books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just thinks she's really funny. She's great. <laughs> so I've read some interviews with um, Karen Kusama, who directed this, and Diablo Cody, who wrote it. And none of them really talk specifically about intentionally writing this as a lesbian story. But I really think you can read that in. And I think throughout the whole thing, you can sort of see it. So um, Jennifer, we see them talking at their locker. 
And Jennifer wants to go see this douchebag band called Low Shoulder that oh she's God. been checking out on MySpace. <laughs> oh, my God. That is and, the most 2,000 sentence. I know, man. Tom said they're really good, so we got to go check Yeah, they're out. friends with Tom, so yeah. they've got to be good. Everybody's friends with Tom, man. Hey, uh... Jennifer asked Needy to go with her to Melody Lane, which mm-hmm. is the only bar in town, to go see Low Shoulder, which yeah. is like some shitty MySpace band. Yep. And she says to wear something cute. And then she talks about how that is a very specific thing to Jennifer. And I really enjoyed this scene because I think a lot of girls have this kind of relationship with each other. You mean where, shitty friendships? Um, I... Girls I mean, are not good friends with each other. That exhale was insane. Girls uh, but don't, yeah. aren't always good friends yes, with each other. I will say that. And the reason, I, I think the point this movie is trying to make is a lot about how, and actually there's, I have a quote from Karen Kusama about it, about how the patriarchy makes female friendships toxic in a lot of ways. Because when you have decided that you're never going to get the highest level of power, you start fighting with the people on the lower levels. And so that's what girls do with a lot with each other a lot of times. So she's saying, it has to be something cute so that Jennifer can be seen with her, but it can't be too cute so that it's upstaging her. Yeah, she, she was said, saying that I can show her thing. Right. Right. I can show yeah. my stomach, but I can't show my boobs because cleavage is her thing. Exactly. And like so that. it just shows how insecure Jennifer is and that so much of her self-worth and her power is based on her appearance. And she has to surround herself by people that promote that appearance that she has. And that is all to try to get power in a patriarchy. I liked this. I feel like this spoke to kind of in the same way Assassination Nation did, just kind of the experience of being a teenage girl. And we don't see that in a lot of movies. I feel like this movie does it a lot better than Assassination Nation Absolutely. did, but probably because it was written by a woman and not by a man who's using uh, exploitative things to try and convey a message that is counter to the way he's delivering the message. So she's getting ready and she's trying on these outfits and she's trying to find the perfect amount of um, sexy. Yeah. I mean, she's trying to fit into exactly what Jennifer will accept. And we kind of just get this impression that Jennifer is pretty controlling. I feel like they have been friends for a long time and there is like value to their friendship. But I just think Jennifer's insecurities are kind of turning the friendship toxic. Because yeah. well, I don't really get that from Needy. It's a know? back. Well, it's a back and forth. She lets herself go there. You know, it's a system. You know, Jennifer you feed, or Needy. Wow. Needy. Needy lets herself be treated like that. And I think part of that is because she is in love with Jennifer. Yeah, you know, I think so too. Personally, or, and if you don't see it with that lesbian connotation, mm-hmm. it could also be that she just really wants to help support Jennifer because right. she knows Jennifer is super insecure, right? And shouldn't be like this movie would be right. like. It wouldn't be a horror movie if Jennifer was confident about herself. Exactly. It would just be two friends going to see a show and mm-hmm. averting. And then she wouldn't have gotten in that van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But she's got a boyfriend. All right, so she's getting ready and she's talking to Chip, who is her boyfriend. And this is the first time we meet him. And she's kind of putting the moves on him and unbuckling his pants. And then No, she... he unbuckled his own pants. Yeah, I did think he? that was his own hand. I mean, when he did that, she seemed like she was on board for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem non-consensual. I just didn't like his, like, scout belt. I don't like belts like that. <laughs> yeah, me either. I had a mainly because I have like trouble that. with them. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Because they're two buckles. I know. What are we doing? I need to pee. <laughs> I never got my marriage badge and putting belts on. <laughs> Your marriage badge? Merit, merit, badge. But that's not what you said. You is said it, marriage badge. <laughs> this is not an interrogation. It's a podcast. I love how I can turn on you like that. <laughs> I know. So, um, she her spidey sense tells her that Jennifer's yeah. there. Okay. So this is the first time I thought to myself, oh. Needy and Jennifer are the same person. Mm, oh, like a fight, like a fight club, club kind of thing? Mm. Yeah, I did think it was like, well, maybe not so much a fight club sort of thing, but Jen doesn't exist. 
It's just needy. Yeah, I don't. I could see that. Oh, I don't think be an that. Interesting but that's, read I thought it. that at that point in the movie. Yeah. I don't think that now, having seen the whole movie, like Jennifer's here, and now it's like sexy time, and I'm gonna right. like get all Jennifer. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And and again, I don't think that about the whole movie. I just thought right. that in that scene, okay, that yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. That scene could have, yeah. So in this scene, we learned that Chip doesn't like Jennifer. Thinks she's kind of a shitty friend. Well, yeah. and I think correctly. Yeah. We also learned that Jennifer doesn't really like Chip. Guys, yeah. I think what we learn is Jennifer doesn't really like Jennifer. Yeah, I think so. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, you're joking, but I think that's true. I think that that's true, too. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it can't be said through, through humor. Through humor. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Sometimes laughter is the best medicine. Listen, you know. So they go to the show, right? Yeah, they yeah. leave Chip. They go to, they go to the show. They get those X's on their hands that I remember oh, all yes. too well. The I remember that all too well, shame. too. Yeah. I go to the bathroom and wash it off so I can go buy drinks. Yeah. Did but, you do that? Yeah. I, I don't drink, so like I would always leave the X's on my hand. All right, so she's got her X's of shame, and we see a guy named Craig wearing his Letterman jacket. Don't we all there. have our X's of shame? Yeah, I think we do. So then Burt Macklin shows up. Burt fucking Macklin. I love him. Wearing his shades. I know, yeah. And he's in Police Academy. I know. That's Chris Pratt if you didn't watch Parks It is Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry, hey, sorry. And if you haven't watched Parks and Rec, what are you doing? It's on Netflix. So Chris Pratt shows up. And yeah. we find out he's swinging a huge dong. <laughs> not because we see it no we don't but see we it find out in just a minute that jennifer is hooked up with him yes he's an and adult. she couldn't sit Can right we talk the next about this? day he is an adult yeah he's in the police academy as you, an adult he's more of an adult than she is are you saying he's a friend of ramon i no. definitely <laughs> saying he's a friend of ramon but we don't know how old she is and you said she's you think she's 18 at some i point. definitely think well she's 30 i mean let's just well, be honest now she's talking to needy and they're about to go hit on the band and this is the first time she grabs needy's boobs from out of nowhere oh yeah and yeah. she does this a lot in fact she does needy's boobs are squeezed a lot in this movie mm-hmm. not by her no yeah in and, fact never by her but she's talking about how her boobs are powerful and i think this is something that we see throughout the movie like she's using her appearance as kind of a weapon yes. against Right now, she's using it to just get what she wants. But later on, I think she uses it against men for revenge. And I love it. Right, but there. she says her boobs are smart bombs. And then they go. <laughs> is that what she said? Yeah. She I does. missed that part. I, yeah, I knew she said something saying, like that. What's but... happening? Why are they grabbing her boobs? Yeah, because yeah. she was getting molested by her friend Jennifer. Mm. So she starts to go talk to the band, and they are just the douchiest douchebags of Adam all Brody time. plays the best band douchebag I've ever seen. I know, and I hate him so much in this movie, but that's because he does You're such a to. great job. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I hate him too, but he does a great job at his character. Yeah, and she's getting all kind of nervous flirting with him and you can tell that she really yeah she honestly sounds like she has some sort of cognitive disability like she just loses the ability to speak Mm -hmm. when she's talking to adam brody or whatever his name is in in contrast to the rest of the movie she does not seem like she has a whole lot of confidence in herself or she doesn't speak with like authority well that's what i was gonna say this just kind of shows that she doesn't have that self-confidence right and i think her as a person like these are really the only scenes we see her as herself too so i think yeah the only time you see her talking to anybody who's not needy she talks like that mm-hmm. she's very unconfident very sort of self-aware and mm-hmm. sort of yeah yeah or when it's somebody she wants something from because yeah. she already knows that chris pratt will do her and she knows that other guy <laughs> who hit on her is into her well she's but already she done wants chris to pratt. get that power of the attraction from somebody else i think she gets really self-conscious she offers to buy them a drink too yeah i think she actually shot. has chris pratt buy them because she, she does. doesn't talks to chris pratt and then comes back we don't see that scene mm-hmm. which is the scene we should see because she mentions like i'm gonna play Hided boob or uh, peek a tit? 
Kitty, or whatever, Pikachu. Titty, no. Titty pop. Pika kitty. Pika tit. Titty poo. Titty bar. Titty poo. Titty poo. No. That's a very I different thing. I don't say the word titty much. I don't either. I don't really like that word. You don't like the word titty? Whatever she called it, she says, I'm going to go do play whatever with Pika the bartender. Pika or something? I, yeah. think it was, I think it was more boob related than kitty Oh, no. Related. Yeah. It's, well, she says titty. It's implying that she's going to flash the bartender. For right. Her. And then we don't see that. We just see Adam Brody talking to his band about, do you think she's the one? Yeah. And yeah. as sexual as this movie is we don't really see any nudity either no you don't you don't see any i guess yeah. there's some suggestive scenes there's a lot of suggestive no nudity, nudity yeah but you don't see any of it so this is when needy overhears the band talking about is jennifer yeah, the she one she has like super hearing she's over mm-hmm. there by a pinball machine listening pinball to the, machines are loud yeah, yeah listening to the who slapping on the sides mm-hmm. and she hears the band like do you think she's the one no she's a do you think she's a virgin yeah and they said no there's one like that in every town she's definitely not of or she's definitely anyways they're arguing about that and then needy to her credit comes up and says dude you're talking about off. my best friend yeah and yeah. she is a virgin and this is interesting yeah, because one of the other bandmates was like she looks kind of slutty or whatever right Which isn't untrue no she looks mm-hmm. like she's 30 well she is 30 if you were gonna pick a girl for a human sacrifice you needed a virgin that is Definitely not a girl I would pick. Yeah, I also wouldn't go to a rock club on a Tuesday night or whenever they went. Like, a virgin is probably going to be in bed. And so Needy is like, get away. And so they've decided that telling them that she's a virgin will make her less attractive to them. Not knowing that it's actually what makes her more attractive to them. Because we're about to find out she's not a virgin. Well, yeah, but we already know that. Seeing as Needy goes back to Jennifer and was like... Those guys are creeps. They were talking about you being a virgin, blah, blah, blah. And then she's mm-hmm. like, I'm not even a backdoor virgin. Right. Yeah. And thanks, that's what she, she meant. Thanks Chris, to Chris Pratt. Yeah. She mm-hmm. couldn't sit right. She had to like sit on peas a or whatever. A bag of frozen peas. Yeah. Frozen peas are really good for um, like if you have what? an injury because they, the, they're peas so they mold to whatever. Like Theoretical question, Jen. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could sit on it and receive some relief after a, let's say, vigorous a session? A night of with amore? A, yes. Pro tip, guys. Bags of frozen peas are really good as ice packs because you can mold it to whatever part of your body may need the relief. All that to say. So the douchebag band starts to play and it's a... Uh, it's the same. They only have one song. This band has one song. Through the Trees. And it's very Dashboard confession. It reminded me of why I hated music in the late 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Very season one Grey's Anatomy soundtrack. You know? <laughs> um, so the band plays. It's terrible. And it's so terrible that the bar itself oh my God. cannot contain the awful music. It becomes music. a and great it, white show from 2003 yeah. and people die. The band says, I can't, no. What's the great white show? The bar says, I can't do it anymore and spontaneously combust. Yes. This whole movie is an indictment of rock and roll music mm-hmm. based in 2000. the 2003 tragedy at the Station Nightclub. Was it written by Tipper Gore too? <laughs> no. The Station Nightclub fire happened in 2003. Great White was playing and some pyrotechnics went off and it mm-hmm. burned the club down, injuring 230 people and killing 100 people. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is exactly what happens in this sh- this movie. Mm-hmm. And to get there, they drive a 2003 Sebring. They call out the year, yeah. which I thought was interesting. I was like, holy shit. Do you know what's in the sea? Great white sharks. Oh my God. Fire, Everything fits, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Great white is responsible for Jennifer's body. It just makes too much sense, Jen. All right. <laughs> So, 
we're seeing the inside of it, and it's kind of brutal because people are like stepping on other people. Well, and, oh yeah, so yeah, the, the it's club, panic at the disco. So the club, <laughs> so the club catches on fire, and it is, as you say, panic yeah. at the disco, and everyone's leaving. Needy is like, "Hey, come with me. I can get us out of here." But like, so Jennifer and Needy sneak out the bathroom door. Yes. Anyway, so they get into the parking lot and they run into Low Shoulder, mm-hmm. who is not helping anyone escape no. the club. He's like got his glass of whiskey and he's just wandering around. Yeah, the whole time you're hearing people screaming. Die. And like people are coming out on fire. Yeah. yeah. I fun fact, I think one of those people may have been Diablo Cody. No she shit. She asked to be in this scene. Oh, awesome. I think she ended up regretting it once she knew how like technical it was gonna be for her to be on yeah, fire. Yeah, stunt men and women, oh, it's dude, a hard job. They earn their money. Hey, shout out to you, stunt men and women. Yeah. Adam Brody walks over with a scotch mm-hmm. whiskey in his hand. He's like, Hey, you guys want to smash or whatever? Right. Well, okay. I wrote down <laughs> some of his dialogue because I thought it was really funny. He said, I'm just in survival mode and I just want to go somewhere safe. And right now that's my date rape van. He doesn't Does say, he say date, rape date rape van. van? No, but he says it right now. That's my van. He's like, this one's in shock. We got to get her into the van. But he's just very nonchalant about it. Very creepy. And he might as well be putting roofies in everybody's drinks. But I, I will say she goes willingly. They she don't does. Dry, Jennifer goes willingly. Right. Yeah, she does. Because Needy is like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-hmm. See, I thought this was all part of like the demonic ritual. Because, you mean the fire? Yeah, the fire. And that she seems sort of like mesmerized. Glamored. Glamored. Yeah. They call I, that dignitized. Well, okay. If that ever happens, Jen, you know what I, said? I heard Jen, what you said. Yes. Dignitized. Mm, oh, I heard. Yeah. Is it because it like trying to decide if I'm going to comment forth on like it. a pendulum? Yeah. yeah. Look into my good eye. Boy, oh, 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 oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So, so Jennifer gets into the she does get the in Brody, the van the Brody rape van yeah and Needy's trying to talk her out of it and she's walking away and she gets in the van and it's just really sad because she's just sitting on the floor of this van next to this creepy band dude and she kind of has a look like she might be regretting, regretting it, it. Yeah. and then the door closes mm-hmm. so Nikolai Adam Brody gives this super smarmy douchebag smile to uh, Needy like hey we got your friend now <laughs> and then something explodes right behind Needy yeah because the club is still on fire it is yeah people are still dying mm-hmm. yes and so she gets in the van and it's sad and then Needy says she knew something awful was gonna happen and she has a lot of flashbacks to when they were children and it's really just the one flashback to when they were in, in the, the sandbox, sandbox. Yeah. and things happen but right. it's really just the one flashback and I think what's the it's intended to imply that there is a lot of foundation to this friendship and that's why she's still friends with Jennifer because they've been friends forever. They've been friends for years. Right, right. Um, Okay, so Needy gets home and she calls her boyfriend and she tells her two things that have happened. First, I think it's that um, Jennifer is gone and then it's that the bar exploded. Yeah. He yeah. sort of buried the lead, like right, the bar exactly. exploding. And he's a he's a good boyfriend. Like he, he sits up and he's like, are you okay? Yeah. But he's not a great boyfriend. I feel like he's done a pretty good job. No, because I would have been like, so how many people died? And she was like, lots. And he's like, well, do you want to just call me back? Or like, he should have just got, gotten up and gone to her He house. does offer to go over there. And yeah. then she says no. You don't no. offer yeah. when someone's in shock after watching dozens of people die. He's also in high school, though. And I yeah. feel like it would have been harder to get out of your house. Like, like if you're in college or, or you live by yourself, you, you can tell just your drive. family, my girlfriend just saw 30 people die, burned up in a fire. She's really upset. Can you guys take me over there? Yeah. And then her best friend drove off with great white. Right. I mean, <laughs> low shoulder. And we also know that her mom's not home, too. So, right. yeah. 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 I mean, and listen, aside from 
the one time he hurts needy. I think he's a pr- oh, pretty stand up dude. Yeah, because he's, he's too big. But well, like, he may be too big. We never get clarification on that. Pretty I have sure. Never said that during <laughs> sex because you want to set their expectations. You don't say it during, low. you say it after anyway. when they're sitting on peas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so she's alone in the house and she starts to hear a noise and we see something behind her. Oh, and that you shadow. Get a little oh, yeah. bit yes. Scary. Like, okay. Yeah. So some of this stuff was scary. It, yeah. This movie overall was not super scary, but the, some of it was creepy. And then mm. there were a few jump scares. I did and not, this was creepy. It wasn't jump scary. I did not think this scene was scary. <laughs> so we, she looks out the door and she looks and it's very scary stories where she's looking all over the house trying to see. It's, actually, it's more like sinister. Try, like she looks yeah. down in the basement. She doesn't see anything. And then eventually she turns around and it's Jennifer with blood on all, all over, over her, yeah, yeah, and the outfit she was wearing at the Risky mm-hmm. Kitten or the Melody yes, Lyric like or whatever up. the bar was called. It's like yeah. torn up. She's it doesn't look good. Yeah, and this is I think one of the parts that creeped me out a lot is she just stares at her and she's got blood all over, her, and then she really slowly makes Smiles. this like evil smile. I hated it. You know. Yeah, it was really creepy, yeah. I think. Because when she smiles, when you finally see her teeth, they've got blood all over them. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes to the fridge, rips up some Boston Market on the floor and starts mm-hmm. eating it. And then screams like a... Like a banshee? Like a banshee, that's fair. Yeah, like yeah. a demon-possessed person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she vomits tar mm-hmm. onto... Um, um, I almost called her Amanda. Onto Needy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, all over uh, the floor. Yeah, all over the floor. And then it's like does this needly... Very 2009 uh, effect. Obviously, looks like she's been super assaulted, and it looks it looks terrible. Yes. Yeah, I kind of got mad at Needy because I wanted her to like call the police. She that's does try right. to call the she police in the scene. Yeah, to. and that's the next thing that happens. She, she actually goes, goes to, to the go hallway because she left her cell phone in the hallway and tries to call them, and then mm. uh, and then Jennifer like slams her up against the wall. Yeah, doesn't she molest her again? She kind of does. She starts like kissing the side of her neck. That's what it was. And yeah. she talks about this later on, and she's saying that she was just really hungry, but she cared about Needy so much she didn't want to hurt her right and that's why she leaves we don't know that's what's happening right now but we know because she explains but then i would the call the police and she might i don't know no she just went and cleaned up the floor oh, yeah. yeah we know that because the next scene i believe it's the next scene is her in class with jk simmons mm-hmm. with mr hook oh, right gosh. i love him Best so much he was great man I really did like him, but the t- he's a teacher and he's explaining, uh-huh. hey, like 30 people. No, eight students and a teacher or just like a bunch of people mm-hmm. died, no, eight right? students. Including Ahmed, <laughs> which will come back later. Yeah. Yes, we find out more about him. And the Spanish teacher, yeah. Senorita, Senorita Smith or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But yeah, I, he's hilarious. And he's got this Canadian accent, too. That's really funny. And a hook for a hand. Yeah, he's Did right. we talk about that he had a hook for a hand? That's yeah, I called him Mr. Hook. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not just a clever name. Oh, it's not. Thanks. What if his name was Mr. Hook and then he lost his hand? He's like, <gasps> God damn it. Definitely use a different prosthetic. You'd have to. Like Mr. Fork? Or no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> or just one of those like number one hands you see at like football games. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm your social studies Substitute Mr. Foam Finger. That's what you say if you have a hook for a hand, though. Yeah. You can't say what you actually have. That'd be ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, All so right. uh, you see Needy there mm-hmm. at her like science lab table by herself. Right. And she's thinking about, oh my God, something happened to Jennifer. Yeah. She might be dead. And, and then Jennifer shows up right next to her mm-hmm. looking uh, great. This is one of the Diablo Cody things that I do like is they're talking about how uh, some of the students are saying how Jennifer and Needy fought their way out with machetes. Yeah. And so the rumors are already starting to kind of go nuts with this thing. Where would you get a machete in a club? I it's mean, so dumb. You don't bring machetes. What kind of club is it? So now Jennifer's at school and totally normal. And she's saying, uh, did anybody we know die? 
And she's just being real bitchy to Needy because Needy is concerned about her and asking, are you okay? I spent all night cleaning up your gross vomit off of my floor and crying. And her nails are like black from the tar shit or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not only that, she's making fun of the people who died in the fire. Yeah. And so J.K. Simmons starts giving this pep talk to them. And it's so funny because he's saying it in this Canadian accent. And he's saying, we got to put aside our pettiness and we can't let the fire win. Oh, yeah. And then Megan goes, the fire already won. Right. Megan Fox. Sorry, Jennifer Jennifer says that. And so then she's talking to Chip after that. And she's telling Chip what happened the night before. And Chip was like, she probably just inhaled a bunch of smoke and says she should probably talk to a shrink. And that's the first time I mean, people yeah. don't believe needy, which bugged me. Well, she he she was talking about how she threw up black stuff. And so mm-hmm. he was like, it was probably smoke and from that the makes fire. Sense. Yeah. And I'll say this. You just saw 30 people die. You probably need more help than a 17-year-old boyfriend can give you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we see emo Colin guy show up. Oh, and my he's God. Just the emo, emo-iest emo that ever did emo. Very 2090. Emo Colin has come and talked to Needy, and I don't think he's particularly hitting on her too much. He's just talking to her. I mean, Chip's right there. It's yeah. not like, I, I mean, I don't I, know. Emo kids are weird. I don't know who they hit on or what or how. Well, and Chip says, I thought he only hit on dead people. Ah! Uh, we get it, Chip. Meh. Whatever. I don't think Colin's hitting on her. Just let me no, just say I that. Because so I think Colin's super into Jennifer. Mm-hmm. He just knows her from his creative nonfiction writing yeah, class or whatever that, the shit that I, was. I was confused about that. That makes no sense. But yeah, well. whatever. Diablo Cody. Meh, meh, meh. Yeah. I don't think he was hitting on her. They just know each other. I don't think other. so yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just friends, you know, and that's yeah. okay. But Chip has been jealous of him the whole Chip time. Chip is a little jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that comes back towards the yeah. end. Go it ahead. Does. All right. So the next thing we see football player friends. Who's really mad to the sound oh, you mean of Wreck-It metal? Wreck It Ralph. Oh my yeah. god, this guy looks exactly like Wreck It Ralph. They call me Wreck It Ralph at work. That's because you act just like Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, you destroy everything. I'm not a bad guy. No, neither I mean, is Wreck It Ralph. A bad guy. Yeah, you're just bumping into everything and knocking shit over. Yeah, this uh, this football guy, he like burst into tears when uh, J.K. Simmons announced who died because mm-hmm. his best friend died. Yeah, yeah he was the friends. football yeah. player that hit on Jennifer in the bar. Yes, yeah. we see him for two seconds. Yeah. And so he's being sad to this electric guitar music right now because that's the only way men can feel feelings. <laughs> he's out on the football yeah. field. Mm-hmm. Like he's just remembering solemn. his past glory with his partner. Who's going to catch my throws now? Well, he wasn't the, the quarterback. Jennifer. Yeah, he was too big to be a quarterback. So Jennifer comes up to him and she's talking about how he's really sad because his friend died. He said, you know, he always said you and I would make a banging couple. And then he and then the guy goes, he said banging, which I did think that was funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, he's like he said banging. I don't and know why that was. She just funny. grabs his hand and puts it on her boobs. Yeah, feel my heart. But like girls' hearts are underneath their boobs. That's true. This was a total hitting on thing, though. Oh yeah, I mean she, she was definitely yeah. yeah she she was definitely him. trying to eat this dude. Yeah, and she said, "Come with me in the woods. It's what Craig would have wanted." Yeah, I can get rid of your sadness. Mm-hmm. And she does. She tries to jerk out some sadness. She does. Yeah, they're making out in the woods. She starts taking her clothes off and taking his clothes off. Meanwhile, all of the animals of the forest are swarming and watching. Yeah, I don't understand why that happened. I don't either. And I think that's one of the things that I wish there had either been more explanation for or just not included. Yeah, because yeah. it felt like that was going to be a clue for something, uh-huh. but it wasn't yeah, a clue for anything. It felt like anything. Snow White. 
Yeah. It sort of did feel like Because there was White. like two of each animal looking at them making out. You're thinking of Noah. Yeah. You don't think those animals on the ark watch Noah get down? You're at sea. There's not much to do. I mean, I get it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. So, <laughs> so they start making out. She's saying, oh, you miss your friend, right? Well, you're going to see him in just a minute. And that's when um, her jaw starts to distend. Yeah, it's real scary not yeah. in a good way oh geez no. that's when her jaw starts to really i mean like a snake detach yeah detach, yeah, yeah and she comes at him and she's about to eat him and, and then, she does yeah and then we but we hear his screams and jk simmons oh, is walking to his car and he's this like, is so fun let it out kids yeah i do think that's one of the lines that really works her humor is just real hit or miss sometimes i really enjoy it sometimes yeah. i'm like Mer. now we see needy listening to the radio and low shoulders having this bullshit interview about how they rescued a bunch of people yeah. from the fire. Not true. My favorite part about this scene is that he calls the town by the wrong name. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, what does he say? Diablo Lake? No, like <laughs> Diablo Lake. No, Kettle he Lake. He calls it Kettle's uh, Lake, but it's Devil's Kettle. Oh, I said Diablo like Diablo, the writer. Yeah, My yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, we said it basically the way he does. Yeah, like, I mean, he clearly he, it's just a throwaway know. thing. Yeah, it's clear that they don't really give a shit about this bar that exactly. burned down. They didn't really help anybody out. Mm. And that comes back because Needy, like, fucking hates that they use their town mm-hmm. for like a launching pad to their success because they do start to get national recognition and then mm-hmm. get signed and become well, this hugely successful did band. They deal with the devil. I they mean, did. did they? Yeah. But I think part of this is that like she calls it a tragedy boner at some point. Like and yes. there's an element to this in a couple of movies now that where like that's how you get famous. You have fucked up shit happen to you. So now J.K. Simmons finds the body and we see him and his like guts are all spilled yeah, and out. And a deer is eating him, which mm-hmm. I thought was real dumb. Well, maybe the deer is a devil deer. It's too. not a devil. A devil deer, a devil deer. Eat him. It's not a devil deer. It's a succubus deer. What? Is actually a, a doe. A deer? A female, a female deer. deer. A ray? No. We gotta move on. <laughs> we cannot sing so fucking good. sound of music. <laughs> Alright, so now we see Jennifer swimming across the lake and we see an overhead shot of her and then she gets out and it's like Fast Times at Ridgemont High a and cocoon. it's very like a male gaze on her. Although you don't see anything really. You don't, yeah. But I mean, you're not wrong, but mm-hmm. it, it's unlike Fast Times because you don't see anything. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, Jennifer and Needy are talking on the phone and Jennifer's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, I'm upset because of fucking this tragedy happened. Yeah. And something's up with you. And Jennifer's like, no, I'm having the best day ever. And this is when she burns her tongue with a lighter. And I really like this part a lot. You I did think. like it? Yeah. I yeah, think I thought it, it was cool. Looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Needy's like, our friend was just murdered. She's like, who gives a shit? Right. Yeah. Get over it. Well, they don't know that she was murdered yet because Chip now calls in on the other line when we used to have other Beep. lines. Yeah. While Jennifer's waiting, that's when she's burning her tongue. Yeah. And she comes back and Jennifer's like, I'm a god. Yeah. And she also says, Chip is starting to look a little bit cute recently. Yeah. Mm. And so but now. He's not because his haircut's stupid. No, Chip looks yeah. like a. Yeah, he looks like a 14 year old. Jennifer's not interested in Chip. She just wants him because Needy has him. Yeah. So now time is passing and everybody's yeah, it's like sad. Jumps ahead like a month. Time is passing and everybody's sad, but Jennifer's not. And this is when we see her walking around with those big heart earrings and her heart hoodie. Oh, yeah, like the yeah. walk down the hallway that's like mm-hmm. very much like a catwalk walk. Right. The so iconic. Yeah. High yeah. school movie thing. Yes. Well, an iconic for this movie, too, I think. For sure. And so it's not a month yet because she's still feeling really good because she's right. still full. Yeah. When we get to the month, which I think is coming up soon. It is. Yeah. That's when she starts to look like a regular person. Yeah. This is the opposite for me because like when I eat a lot, 
one, I just don't walk. And then two, <laughs> I don't look good. No. I think you do all right. <laughs> My iconic walk after I ate a kid would have been like, oh, so bloated. I don't want to hear you say the words after I ate a kid yeah. ever again. I was just going to say. <laughs> I don't like Ramon. How does it feel, Mikey? <laughs> it feels terrible. So now J.K. Simmons is saying it's been a month and we look back to Jennifer and she looks like, I don't want to say she looks like shit, but there is a stark contrast to how she they, was they a little while They make ago. an intentional effort to make yes. her look like she hasn't slept in days, mm-hmm. a, a lot more pale than she looks normally. Right. They right. make it an effort to do that. She's feeling like shit. She's just real cranky. And J.K. Simmons is talking about how this Through the Trees has become like their unity anthem. Well, the Through bullshit. the Trees is the low shoulder song yes. that they played while the club was burning down. The trees. Yeah. And they say 3% of all of the profits will go to families who have suffered yeah, loss. Of that song. Not even loss of this tragedy, just families who have suffered loss. No, so, like, said, if their mom. The it said the fire. I think it said of the town. I honestly can't remember it. And it doesn't really matter because they. Needy just points out that 3% is nothing. What are yeah. we going to do with the other 97%? Exactly. That's real crass. Yeah. And then I think she gives the incorrect definition for the word she crass. She definitely does. Yeah. Crass is, it just means inappropriate. And she's also saying. Saying, look, they didn't save anybody. I was there. And that girl from who called her lesbian at the beginning was like, it was on the Wikipedia. It has to be true. Yeah. So now Emo Colin is back. And apparently uh, Jennifer's been flirting with him all through whatever class they have. She's kind of being a jerk about it. Um, yeah. I mean, well, she doesn't really want to go out with Colin. Right, she she, she has no desire to. The only time she she flips that script yeah. is when Needy when Needy says, I don't know. I think it's kind of cute. Exactly. And, then, and uh, immediately yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, well, and I I think that kind of like I remember in high school, like if you you don't want to like somebody who's not socially acceptable for you to like. I'm not saying that's okay. I'm saying that's a thing that Oh, I'm sure it is a thing. That happened to me. And I would definitely say it's clear that they're in different social circles because Mm -hmm. Colin is because he dresses differently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And he almost he kind of abandons it in the middle when she doesn't know what the Rocky Horror Picture Show is. Who doesn't (laughs) know what the Rocky Horror Picture Show is? High schoolers. High schoolers don't know what Whatever, it is. bro. I, I knew what the Rocky Horror Picture school. Show was in high school. Yeah. yeah. Well, some we, of us didn't take drama, friends. Yeah, listen. Yeah. We I used didn't to do the drama time either. work before every play. Yeah. Don't dream it, Mikey. <laughs> Be yeah. it. I don't know what this team is. Chair. Team no. Chair. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Team it's Chair. It's just a chair Have to the left. Have you not seen it? Rocky Horror? Yeah. Yeah. We are going to go to a Belcourt midnight show in. Yeah. I'm so late. I'm going to bring, not tonight. <laughs> We'd have to leave almost immediately. <laughs> but, but it's awesome. If you guys haven't been to like a sing-along showing of the Rocky mm-hmm. Horror Picture Show, go. It's a lot of this fun. This is a yeah. funny joke because he's like, do you want to go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show next mm-hmm. weekend? She's like, I hate boxing movies. Right. And I, then he's like, fuck it. Yeah. He's like, oh, f- whatever, And he should have trusted that instinct. Yes. Mm-hmm. He should have. Because also boxing movies are all awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So nice. now um, like Jennifer that. has changed her mind and decided to go out with Colin. Yes. And uh, Jennifer also sexy says hi to Chip too. And we're starting to see her kind of encroach on Chip a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Needy grabs Chip and kisses him. Right. And then Chip says he went to Super Target to get condoms. So it's on. Come to my house tonight. <laughs> For a whole four minutes of pleasure zone. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's not speculation. We are confirmed that it was four minutes later in the movie. Yeah, which honestly, listen. I've never had a stopwatch during sex, but he like knew how long it was. That's weird to me. Because he was just so proud that he was able to hold out that long. Yeah, he was like four minutes, baby. That and you can goal. see in that. We'll get to that scene. Yeah, we will. He's we're, really we're about to get to. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want it to go too short, but you also don't want it to go too long. Yeah, God forbid they'd really enjoy it. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, like, you overthink. Know what I'm saying? Are you? Is this a joke? I don't know. <laughs> Am I still talking? Like two hours later, you're like, what's wrong with me? That's when you're supposed to see the doctor. That's four hours. Two hours is like golden. You can make it two hours, man. <laughs> Let's move on. Yes, please. All right. So now Colin is driving to some house listening to a terrible cover of I Can See Clearly Oh, now. my God. Oh, and that's when I looked at you guys and I was like, man, I fucking hate 2000s I had a music. CD like this in college. Was it Real Big Fish? Yeah, no, it wasn't oh, Real Big Fish. I actually I do like CD. some of the Real Big yeah, Fish yeah. covers. Yeah, yeah. Beer, like a, that's a good uh, Yes. It was some punk cover band. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Jennifer I nailed it, man. texted Colin. She was like, I'll... Text you my address. You just come over tonight. Yeah, but she does not give him the address to her house. She gives him the address to an abandoned neighborhood. What well, was 2009? The uh, economic collapse really uh, hurt some neighborhoods more than others. Yeah, our yeah. neighborhood at the top of our hill was abandoned or just empty lots for like five years. Yeah, and that's sort of what this is. Like mm-hmm. he's driving down one street. There are houses. He turns uh, down to go down a, to go down another street, and it looks like the same style of house, mm-hmm. but they're just not completed. Right, it's right. like they started to build them, and the, the company went under, and they yeah. just had to abandon the project. But he pulls up to an abandoned house. Yeah, and he breaks through the window, and I mean, he just wants to get laid. Well, real no, bad. the okay. window is just plastic. And listen, yeah. I'll say this, man: when I was in high school, I did some dumb stuff. To make out with chicks. Mm. So I we all talked about how we had done weird stuff at that time period. Yeah, in our but lives. like it was planned together. Like Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I knew a girl who looked like Jennifer who texted me to come over to like watch a movie and I show up and it's an abandoned boarded up house, I wouldn't go in there and be like, This is a really mean prank. And I you would go in? No, I would go home. No, and I would cry just throw like lit matches did. at it to like call it on fire, and then I would drive away. Probably wasn't wouldn't have been a prank. It would have been a decoy address. Like you ever given a fake number because you didn't really want the guy to call you, <laughs> no, but you didn't feel like you could say no. Yes, Jen, I've been approached by millions of women at bars where yeah. I had to give the fake number because they were hitting on me so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that happens Ladies. to me all the time. But girls do that when they don't feel comfortable saying no to guys. They just give fake no. numbers and fake addresses. Speaking as a guy who was called a Chinese food restaurant <laughs> because that was the number I was given. Just say no. It's a much better. Like, You've been thing. given a fake number. It yeah. depends on who you're talking I to. I have though. never been given a fake number. Well, I'll tell you what. Todd swings. <laughs> sometimes he connects. Sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> but you say just say no. But you're the kind of person yeah. who could handle that. Not all guys are. I like mean, that's that. fair. And I, some guys listen. get mad at girls when they reject them because well, they feel dumb. like the girls are obligated to go out. If with I them. felt like that, I'd be mad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I used to tell like people like the people this all the time. Like if if you ask a girl out and she says no whatever that's fine if she had said yes reluctantly or whatever the date would have sucked she did you a favor by saying I no because she's yeses not around. you have not um yeah the ones that you got married and live forever happily with. <laughs> okay but so the lesson all that to say the lesson here is guys make girls know or let girls know that it's okay for them to say no if you hit on them don't be dicks when they say no and then they'll stop giving fake addresses and fake numbers out also, don't hit on a girl at her place of work. 
Yes, never. Because that's super weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't hit on girls at the gym. Yeah, and don't hit on girls if you are in a position of power over them like you're their employer or right. something like that. So while Jennifer is about to murder Colin, we're cutting back to Needy and Chip having sex. Yes. And they're talking about this condom that he got at Super Target. And well, yeah, because they're just sort of making out. Yeah. And same with Colin and Megan Fox, whatever. Jennifer. Fuck, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. The, the title of the movie. <laughs> right, I forgot right, right. the title of the movie, Also, guys. the name of the person you looked at when you said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was looking at Jennifer. <laughs> oh, All my right. God. And so he finally gets up into this house. Yeah, he does. He finally walks into this house. <laughs> yeah, he does. <sighs> and it's it's totally abandoned. The construction hasn't been finished and it's got plastic everywhere. And a crow flies down the stairs and tries to kill Scared him. the fuck out of me. Yeah. That was honestly the biggest jump scare for me was that crow. Would you keep going in this house? No, this is sign no. number four that you need to get the fuck I out of there. I would never have walked into the house, man. Yeah. I would have called you, Todd, and like, guess what this mean girl did I'd, to me? I did once make out inside a like a construction house that was not completed yet but I went there with my girlfriend we yes. got out and walked into it together did our little thing and then left yeah stole the copper pipes left <laughs> I, almost, I almost got busy in a Burger King bathroom <laughs> The Humpty Dance. I was quoting the Humpty Dance. It's your chance to do the. Hump. Is that a lyric I once got from the busy song? in a Burger King bathroom. Yeah, listeners. Of a Should, I, I really thought you were. I was like, picturing oh, no. you yeah. having well, sex no, with uh, the King uh, in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> the King for the commercials. Yeah. You let me wear his crown, guys. Yeah. No. Jen, you could have been the Burger Queen. Was it a Whopper or a Whopper Junior? Yeah. That's a Junior. Friend of No, that's that's from a song. I did, that did not happen. I'm a McDonald's girl. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now right. I'm fixing Ronald McDonald. So he gets up to the room and Jennifer has urban legended it out this room. She's got candles all urban over the place. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. She has like <laughs> scaffolding built up with candles all around it and like a blanket on the floor. Mm-hmm. And there's music playing. Like, honestly, it looks like it sort of could be like a really sort of romantic yes, thing. Yes, I know. Except Jennifer didn't know Colin existed really until exactly. earlier that day. She doesn't even know his last name. Name. Oh, he asked or what her. Rocky or a picture show is. Oh my God, which is a worse offense to me. Yeah, true. I don't care if you know my last name. Mm-hmm. You need to know who Doctor Frankenfurter is. Exactly, yeah. not me. Love knows <laughs> no name, Mikey. <laughs> All right, so she's saying she's trying to seduce him, and she's saying this is our house. We're going to be mommy and daddy, and then she tries to kiss him. That might work for me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, "You don't even know my name." Like he's on. He knows that this is. Yeah, he knows up something's up. This. Yeah, but he's still there. Like, yeah, yeah. he's dumb. Think with your big brain, bro. And so now it's not just crows. Rats are coming in. And she's taking his pants off. And then she gets these really crazy, like, cat eyes. And I really liked this. I thought this was a pretty cool effect, too. I did, too. And he's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was, still, like, still into it. He's still kind of into it. Because she is so beautiful, like, that when she's kind of got this, like, Disagree. evil look, I it works, I think. I almost like now, her looking more okay, uh, evil. <laughs> all right. So now Colin starts to back up because her eyes got all weird and he accidentally stabs himself on some kind of construction thing because they're in a yeah. would have been active construction site if not for the recession. Right. She starts to like break his arm and she says, I need you frightened. And I don't think that's because of her evil succubusness. I think that's just because she wants to get power over this man because she's angry about what's happened to her. So I kind of see her That point. would probably be the rape revenge part that you were talking yes. about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's other things that kind of play into that too. Yeah, but this yeah, is I definitely so. one of 
those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. She's taking her power back. This is how the patriarchy hurts men because lots of times men who haven't done anything wrong are the victims of this rage that yeah. women have because yeah. of the men that they were hurt by they can't do anything about. Yeah, I've seen the show Snapped. I like. I know exactly oh, yeah. what you're talking about. Wives with knives. Deadly Women is my preferred. All, all three of those mm-hmm. great shows. <laughs> Check them out. All right. So now Needy and Colin are having sex because Jennifer's just eating him. He, she's. We yeah. hear him screaming. Yeah, mm. because and, she's eating his stomach, and you're seeing right. that like in a silhouette. Like mm-hmm. you don't really see much, and but she's you see on top of him. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people who are on top, Chip yeah. is now on top of mm-hmm. Needy. Needy, and yeah. he's just going at it. Yeah, and she's staring at the ceiling, and blood is starting to come through. It. Not a lot of eye contact on. No, this. she's no. not enjoying. Uh, well, okay, I don't want to like project. She seems like she's not enjoying this at all. This is what I wouldn't die in this movie because if like a really attractive woman was like, you want to come back to an abandoned house? I'd be like, oh, you're obviously going to murder me. Yeah. She looks like she doesn't want to have sex with you. She looks like she wants to steal your money and buy meth with it. Oh, okay. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, you just had an epiphany. Uh, All right. So she sees blood on the ceiling and she sees Jennifer like perching like a little gargoyle over a chair with Jonas's dead body kind of like these ghostly images i'm not exactly sure what this is supposed to i think it's just like a projection and it does seem like at this point that she can sort of see what jennifer is either doing or what she's seeing right because this is when she like starts to realize that she needs to go check on Jennifer because right. she like makes excuses. And mm-hmm. the next thing you see is her running to her car and driving away. I right. guess just leaving Chip at her house. Right. Yeah. To wonder what he did wrong. It was probably because he was too big. Oh, yeah. Which is oh, what he asked. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny. Because she's making noises like she's seeing mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer eat Colin. Mm-hmm. And I think at first Chip is like, oh, man, she's really digging this. And then he realizes she's not digging it. And he's like, oh, did I hurt you? Am mm-hmm. I too big? Yeah. Yeah. That's just definitely like if a girl started crying in sex, that is not my default. No. <laughs> if I do big. But OK, so if you're looking at this <laughs> as the story, like if you're reading this as needy, discovering her true sexuality, I, I say that's what I thought. too. Yeah. You yeah. could see this as her feeling guilty for being with Chip or being with Chip, but really thinking about Jennifer. Yeah. When I have sex with a woman and she cries, I just go, am I too big? Of a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that scene cuts pretty quickly after he says that, so maybe we just missed that la- that last half of the line. All right, he that's looks at it and he says, "I've made a huge mistake." <laughs> no, that's what she was saying. <laughs> no, she was like, "I made like a that's okay, a, mistake. a medium sized mistake." <laughs> yeah. Listen, it wasn't big, an- it wasn't small, but it was a mistake. I've made an adequate mistake. Let's just move on. <laughs> it won't be happening again. Like, adequate is like, I'm, I'm down with that. So now Needy is driving away and bloody Jennifer jumps on the car and smashes the windows. Yeah. And so Jennifer's chasing her and she's flashing back to the night of the fire and she's starting to put two and two together, I think, because she's seeing Jennifer looking similar to the way she did when she surprised her in her house and puked all over the place. Yes. Well, covered in blood like she had been through a murder. Right. Yeah. yeah or assaulted. And yeah. so she gets into her bed and surprise, Jennifer's there. And she said, hey, we used to sleep together all the time when we had slumber parties, when we were kids and it was fine. Part- I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I mean, like, I don't think it's inappropriate for two adult women to sleep in the same bed, mm-hmm. even if they're just friends. No, I think so too. Yeah. So, and she starts looking at Nadine. She's like playing with her hair and then they went, oh, you're waiting for me to describe it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, say it slow. Just drive it slow. Keep going. Keep I got going. a needy. Keep a needy for needy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. And I mean, 
Yeah, this scene is a little. Anyways, so Jennifer's like playing with her hair and then she kisses her and it's really close up on their mouth. Hang on, I, we'll probably get sued for that. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer is playing with Needy's hair and starting to like stroke it and just looking, talking like really seductively to her. Yeah. And then they yeah. kiss and it's like a real slow motion kind of thing. And it's, and it's really real close on their lips. And like, he kisses back. She does. she does. She's not not into it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, so she kisses back and then like they lay on the bed and Needy uh-huh. is on top of her yeah, and yeah. they're like making out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Needy pulls back. And it's like, what the fuck is exactly. happening? Right. I need to call the cops. Been right. there, Jennifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have been in similar situations. Well, and so I was, re- the way I read this is I think part of the text of, I think Needy is in love with Jennifer. And I think this I is think her so too. Like finally like exploring herself, but yes. she's not quite ready to commit to that. Right. But I also see it as Jennifer again using her sexuality because I think Needy is starting to see things that are fucked up. And I think this is a way that Jennifer is trying to manipulate her to get her back on her side. And so I've been reading a lot about this um, recently. And I think it's that how to like seduce somebody. Well, I don't need to read about that. Uh, (laughs) No, I've been reading about like her character and like how she uses this and is this anti-feminist when she's using the sexuality. And I think that it's like because she is a succubus at this point and I don't think she has to use sexuality to eat these men. I think she just does because that's what she has and that's what she knows and it works. Yeah. And I think that's what she's doing with Needy at this point. And that's what I see in this scene. All right, so now Jennifer starts talking about what happened to her that night. So she's in the back of this van, and they're just talking about her like she's not there. But she's seeing these occult books, and she's asking if they're rapists. Yeah, this is a flashback. Yeah, and she's starting to get scared. And they all get out of the van, and they're dragging her through the woods. And they take her to the waterfall. Mm-hmm. And they and take they her tie to the waterfall. Her up, yeah. mm-hmm. And they're talking about how um, they want to be famous and you can't just be on Letterman anymore. They want to be how like, hard it is for an indie band nowadays. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. all so cute. We want to be like that guy in Maroon 5. And <laughs> so they're going to ritually sacrifice her and they're telling her that. And they're like, and one of them is going to wear your face. That's not true. But the whole thing, the, everything else is going to happen. And it's yeah. It's really upsetting, and she's screaming and trying to get them to let her go, and they're just laughing. Yeah, they're sort of heartless, horrible people. Yeah. And then they start singing fucking Tommy Two-Tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Je- and then they start stabbing her while they're singing Jenny, I've Got Your Number, laughing At the chorus the part, time. yeah. Yeah, so a lot of what's been written about this recently, and a lot of the reason it's been called a, a Me Too-esque movie, is because this, for Survivors reminds a lot of people of listening to Dr. Ford giving her testimony of being having people laughing on top of her while she was terrified and thinking she was going to die. And so that's what a lot of people have seen a parallel to this movie. And I think that leads into... But that happened way after this movie came out. It did happen way after. So this movie is like way predates that, which I think is a a good note for this movie. her story is... It's ahead of its time. Her story isn't unique. So it's like... No, that's what I'm saying. People laughing over them and talking about it stuff is is things that has happened. And it's not necessarily the laughing over. It's just the treating a woman as if she means nothing to them and she's an object and she's just there for their pleasure. And that's something... for that their happens. ritualistic sacrifice, which mm-hmm. is exactly what happens here. Exactly. But, but she's not a virgin. 
She's not. So yeah. things don't go as planned. Mm-hmm. So they say they're going to butcher her. And they're like, and we'll even write a song about you. That'd be good for a fan, right? And she says, it should have killed me, but it didn't. But so they throw the knife into the waterfall. All right. So she's talking about how she just woke up and then she found her way back. And she didn't want to hurt Needy. And this is what we were talking about earlier. She's like kind of kissing her neck. And we see, you can almost see her kind of thinking about whether she's going to eat her or not. And she said, I just cared about you so much I didn't want to. Right. But then she sees poor old Ahmed on the street, who oh. we thought died in the fire. The exchange student. Mm. He did die that night. Yeah, he did die that night. And she said she was just so hungry. And I don't think she understood what was happening, but she just took him into the field. And I guess just her instinct took over and she ate him. And then she yeah. felt a lot better. And so she felt great. Yeah, and she showed up the next day at She had like she superhuman strength mm-hmm. and she could heal very quickly. Yeah. Right. Right. And this is when she shows Needy that she's like, look, I can do this really cool thing. And she stabs herself in the arm with what looks like like a chopstick or something. Yeah. And it just heals immediately. And she said when she's full, she feels really good. Yeah, it's like some X-Men type shit. Mm-hmm. I like your metaphor because it's like if she takes the power back, it temporarily makes her feel better. But inside, she's still broken. Yeah. yeah. And when she's putting the makeup on, we're going to mm-hmm. come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that a lot. And if you look at the cycle, like Nini's looking like she feels uncomfortable. I can't remember if she actually says anything about it. But then Jennifer says, Nini, you should talk to somebody about these delusions. So this again, yeah. it's like almost a threat. Like they're going to call you crazy. Yeah. If you tell anybody about it. It's almost like she was gaslighting her son. Uh Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've already seen Chip say that. And she's like, yeah, like Chip. Just kind of implying if you tell anybody about this, they're going to call you crazy. They're not going to believe you. It's going to be worse for you, which. And ultimately she's right. She is right. Yeah. 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 And that goes back into the whole sexual assault thing. Like that's what women feel like lots of times. And there are good reasons that they feel that way. There are not good reasons. Yeah. They have good reason to feel exactly. that way. There are not yeah. good reasons to feel that That's way. What I yes, mean. Yeah, it's explainable. Yeah. Not to oh, mansplain yeah. what you were saying, but I know. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Just right. mansplain the sexual assault. Yeah, dude. So, it's fine. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, no, no, I got you. I mean, I said, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Whatever. Dude, tell me more about how you should get better. Mikey, let me tell you how we fix sexual assault. Don't do it? Yeah. That's hey, easy. guys. <laughs> don't do it. Mikey, we solved it. You know, I'm progressive. Yeah. Can we just play this podcast to every man in the world? So now we get the library montage scene. Woo! Yeah, where someone does some studying. Yeah. This is before you could web MD demons. Every yeah. horror movie we watch has like a montage research scene. Yeah. I know, and I love it. Yeah, so she gets Hermione's key to the occult section of the library. There's an occult section of the library? If yeah, you, it's very If you have small. the time turner thing. Yeah. 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 Well, no, that's what she says. She says, yeah, it's very small. Yeah, but to kill a mockingbird is banned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this is when we find out why the sacrifice didn't work. And we've already kind of um, talked about The this. sacrifice did work. I'm going to say did. that. You're the sacrifice right. did work. She just didn't die because she wasn't a virgin. Right. Well, maybe you could say she did die. Jennifer did die, mm-hmm. but she came back she as came this back. demon, right? Mm-hmm. But the sacrifice did work because the band became famous. Got they right. got what they yeah. wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. For whatever reason. I mean, they were... This is what they were going for. Well, it has to be demonic because she got superpowers. And so they're talking about how the sacrifice was unpure, meaning she wasn't actually a virgin. And this is what happens when you try to sacrifice someone. And I really like this part because her not being a virgin is what ends up saving her, which is a reversal of a lot of the slasher tropes. Why are you looking like is that? It, does it save her? Like, I, No, she's, no, she's it doomed her, from the beginning. But it keeps her from dying in that moment. Sure, yeah. But then, like, I don't know, her friend oh, yeah, kills she, I mean, her. Like, she, I just, 
it's not I don't know. better off. The yeah. metaphor kind of the metaphor kind of falls off at the end of the movie. So we got our oh, and she also finds out that a blade to the heart is the way to kill the beast. Yes, just, but, or just someone in general, yeah. or anything really. Yeah. yeah. So now Nene and Jennifer aren't talking anymore because I think we forgot to say this, but Nene kicked Jennifer out when she started implying that she was liking yeah. Chip, and she just jumped out the window. Yeah, and then just she was awesome. It was kind of cool. Yeah, and so Chip comes up to her and starts asking about the spring formal and she's saying she can't go and she uh and she's explaining what's going on with jennifer she says she's going to show him something but she doesn't she tells him something which bugged me a little bit but so she's telling him all the stuff that she found semantics jen i know <laughs> semantics. But man, you say show. Oh. all right so anyways i'm gonna make you see it with, with your, your oh ears. my god we've got to move on <laughs> all right so she's talking about how jen's evil not just high school evil she's actually evil yeah like demonic evil mm-hmm. demonic transfer <laughs> I like this scene because Chip's like, yeah, I've always known your friend is evil. She's like, really <laughs> right. mean. Yeah. Like, um, and so she's saying Jennifer's eating the boys. And he's asking her to the dance because he's already bought the $12. Yeah, he spent $12 on an orchid. Yeah, they you already You can't have... say no to that. I know. And they have their reservations at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> no, they don't because she was supposed to make them. Mm. And she, instead of making also, the Cheesecake reservations, she breaks up breaks with, up with, with Fact, them. Yeah. Fact check. You don't need reservations for the Cheesecake Factory. No, when you're here, you're family. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that's Olive Garden. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. Cheesecake Factory is the one with a 95-page menu. Ugh, and everything's going to kill you. Yeah, because yeah, everything is 5,000 calories. All right. Yeah. But, man, they've got a gluten-free, dairy-free cheesecake. Fucking love it. All right. They have good a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah they do. All right, so... Um, but she's breaking up with him, not because she's not interested in him anymore, anymore although you could argue that she may never there is a reading of it that she's not super into him she's super into jennifer but i also think that even if she doesn't maybe not romantically love him she does care about him very much and she says it's not safe for you because jennifer has indirectly threatened him quite a few times and indicated that she's into eating him and not in a sexual way but chip doesn't believe her and says i believe you but i don't believe in this right so now we have the getting ready for the dance montage so chip's mom gives him lady pepper spray and Needy's wearing some kind of 80s prom dress that may or may not have been designed by Molly Ringwald. I honestly thought it was a little scaly. It was mm-hmm. like pinkish red. Yeah. I think she was the red herring. Oh. Because she's the hot she gets herring. blamed for a lot of the murders she and ends up going does. to jail. Although she does kill one person. But yeah, she was the red herring. And so then we see Jennifer and her hair's starting to fall out and she's lo- she's starting to look rough again. She needs to feed again. And she's putting makeup on and she's smearing the makeup on her face and she just looks real sad. And I like this scene. Like, I thought it was like really well done. I thought so, too. And I thought it I mean, it spoke to me like you guys were asking, is that how you put makeup on? I was joking. Like I, know. I was also joking. Yeah, you no, don't I know. dump it on your face like that. Yeah, no, you don't. But now I think you're as pretty as you are, Jen. Oh, thank you. He I was talking to Jen what... from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the right. Michael Sarah walk, which is like to the Christmas Charlie Browns. Yeah. Anyways, it's oh. still hilarious. But so she's putting this makeup on and she's looking sad. And I saw this as like she's glossing over the pain. And if you look at it from the rape revenge part, it's like this. She is not healed. She's just trying to put a face. on. Yeah, she's it. putting on her war paint. Mm-hmm. Right. So now they're at the dance and Needy's looking around and we see fake Jennifer and Chip is walking through the park alone like he wants to get murdered or something. I think he's walking to the dance, he though. Is. But why would you walk? Come on, man. 
And then Jennifer's like, just like orbs up mm-hmm. behind him. And then I think he hears her. He sort of turns around and she's not behind him anymore. And then he turns back front and she's right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Didn't you hear me calling you, Chip? Yeah. I was calling your name. He's like, no, you weren't. I've been like, right. get away from me. Stop like, gaslighting me, you <laughs> freak. <laughs> Well, and she's about to do more because she says she needs to talk to him about Needy. And she says Needy's been upset recently because she and Colin, who was the emo guy that Chip was jealous of. Have been intimate. They have been intimate. They've been doing varsity moves that you've never heard of. And she says, and I I care about you more than I had the guts to admit. And the problem with this, too, is Jennifer's always been a bitch to Chip. Yeah. She's always been horrible to him. Mm -hmm. Which it sort of bothered me that he then made out with her. Like, Eh, people do stupid things. Guess what? Low shoulder the douchebags are there to play the dance and so they start playing their only song oh my god low shoulder needs to write another song they no they please. don't they need to not to do well anything. that's true they just need to stop existing yes. what they do towards the yeah, end of the movie give it yeah. 20 minutes yeah, yeah we'll be good <laughs> right. and so again needy's got this like psychic vision of chip and jennifer because now they're starting to make out in the park and she's like on top of him by a tree yeah and she wants him to say that she's better than needy I do like his reaction to this. He's mm-hmm. like, why do you need that? Right. So Needy somehow knows. And right when the distortion pedal comes in, she drops her drink and then dramatically runs through the forest to try to chase him. Right. And, and b- by this time, um, Jennifer and Chip yeah. are like walking towards the Chernobyl pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it does look like, like what? Chernobyl what pool. is that? Like, I don't know, like the town abandoned pool or something. I yeah, think it's they, Chernobyl pool. They live in a town that's like full of kids mm-hmm. enough to have a pretty big high school and they have a community pool that hasn't been used since the 60s chernobyl is the only explanation yeah it has to be chernobyl Mm -hmm. with a cool like mural like all over the pool like water chernobyl it's like a mural of what happened (laughs) someone spray painted hopeless on it yeah anyway so jennifer and chip go to the Mm -hmm. hopeless pool yeah and so they're just sitting on the side of the hopeless pool and they're starting to kiss again and to his credit he's like i I can't do this this is a little weird yeah my girlfriend broke up with me like yesterday yeah there's like mold and moss all over the yeah. ground. Right. Why did you bring me here? Yeah. yeah, and you've always been really mean to me, so yeah. what's going on? You're the worst. Also, my girlfriend two days ago told me that you've been trying to eat boys. Yeah. Although I don't think he's picking that up. No. But so she is real mad and just slams him into the pool. He throws him into the pool. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. This part was kinda... scary because it's like, that's how easy it is for someone to try to kill you. Like you just sitting next to a pool kissing her and she'll just throw you in the pool and try to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Mikey, is this why you're afraid to commit? And swim. <laughs> I've seen Mikey swim. He's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You guys have been swimming together? We went canoeing together. Oh, well, yeah. I guess kayaking. Yeah. Did you overturn the canoe? I mean, shit happens. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey was pretty drunk. Yes. So Needy is running through the woods and finds her corsage by the tree. And along- you, yeah, you don't just leave a $12 flower on the ground no, like an you animal. Don't. Something happened that, that led it to be left by itself. Oh, right next yeah. to it, you see that super target condom. Oh, was yeah. it on the ground? I and guys, I can say for reasons, it was a magnum. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, it definitely was. Wing it, wing it. Wouldn't it be great? I don't if know it, what you're talking about. If part- <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's like, one of the Magnum like ice creams? <laughs> oh, those that's are more good. like what I'm like. <laughs> we need some way of conveying to the listener when I just put my face in my hands. Because <laughs> it's happened like at least 10 times tonight. Yeah. So she finds the course and then she hears him screaming and she walks in and Jennifer is killing, Jennifer's biting They're his like neck in, in the, the water. Pool. And yeah. she, like half of his neck, and then I half Mm -hmm. but like part of his neck is exposed and she's Mm -hmm. like eating it and she turns back and she's got the jaw the The, like the snake jaw face Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so needy jumps in to save him 
And she backs up and pukes all over him again. Dude, I think the scariest part is when she throws up on him and then goes like underwater and leaves Mm -hmm. for a second. They talk for a second and then the water starts rushing towards them. Mm -hmm. And then that's when Chip throws his female Mm -hmm. mace or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. lady spray. And then sprays Jennifer in the face and Mm -hmm. she's like screams or whatever. Then that's when she hovers. That's when she vomits and hovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and then uh, Needy gets her boyfriend out. And he's like, can, and she can fly. She's like, she's just hovering. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's not. It's not that cool. And that's an example of the dialogue working for me. Yeah, I like that too. I did too. Um, and so she gets out and she's talking to Jennifer and she's saying, "You were never really a good friend." And now she's starting to confront her about all of her shit. And she's saying, "Why do you need Chip? You don't really like him. You just want him because I have him. Is it just to take me off, or is it because you're really insecure?" And this is when she's really confronting her with the truth yeah jennifer was like no i'm not insecure i was the snowflake queen like she's got this superficial judgment of her beauty to prove to her that she's not insecure and that she's worthy and he's like yeah two years ago when you didn't need laxatives so to stay thin mm -hmm. yeah and that's the thing man beauty is fleeting you've got to find more in yourself of bulimia yeah. Not okay. Don't do that. And so she is revealing the truth to Jennifer. And that's when Jennifer says, I'm going to murder her. And Needy says, I thought you didn't. And Jennifer says she goes both ways. She says she goes both ways. And then Chip stabs her through with a pole. Yeah. And then just kind of falls down. And so Jennifer kind of stares for a minute and then just pulls it out. Like it ain't shit. Exactly. I mean, it is a little difficult. More like it's hard for her to work the pull out than yeah, it is. Yeah, but that she's it hurts. fine. Yeah. yeah, she is. And she's starting to heal. Yeah. And then she just bones out the window. <laughs> yeah. And then Chip just lays down and is like, beam me up. God. <laughs> no, he's like really nice. He's like, I always really liked you. You look really pretty. Bye. And, and they both say they love each other. Yes. And it's sad. But she's like, as a friend, because I'm kind of in chicks. But he's like, what? Yeah. Uh, Brr, you look great tonight. Oh, it is touching, though. It is touching. Yeah. But it, it does have the vibe of Chip is like, I love you. You're the love of my life. And then she's like, you're great. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love spending time with you too. You're yeah. such a great guy. You are mm. so nice. You have the best personality. Oh man, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> All right, so I just feel like if Chip made it through the night, he would be texting her in a month, and he would just not hear anything back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Every once would, in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we get the scene from the beginning that we've just realized is where the scene was from because right. Jennifer's laying in our bed. She's watching that same infomercial. With the butt squeeze. Exactly. And at first I thought that shit was on every night back in the day. So maybe it's, but then you realize it's the same scene. And she's circling pictures of boys in the yearbook and writing yum "Yum" next to him, which I love. (laughs) And like pink Sharpie or red Sharpie. And then we see Needy. We don't see her in the window this time. We see her smash through the window. Yeah, don't even try and open it. Just Mm -hmm. jumps through it commando style with the exacto knife. What are they? Yeah, she's got a box cutter. Box cutter. cutter. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, they even make that pun. That's they right. Do, yeah, yeah. It's for cutting boxes. Mm-hmm. Hey, what is uh what is a box what is that slang for, Jen? I don't I don't get the I don't get the Um reference. it's like I'm not gonna make a box cutter joke. I know what you guys are trying to get me to do. I'm not gonna fall for She's it. She's on to us. Mm-hmm. No, we can do this. <laughs> you just gotta be diligent. We can make this work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So she stabs like an X on her stomach and then they start hover fighting, and I think it's pretty cool. That's because Jennifer levitates and then levitates over, so um Needy is technically on the bottom then. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, so she was 
just trying to get the upper hand. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. and it kind of reminded me a little bit of when they were making out earlier. Oh, it reminded me of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Wang mm. And so she ends up, <laughs> and so she gets bit by Jennifer. Yeah. I think this might've happened a minute ago, but yeah, she gets bit, which will be significant in a minute. And she also rips the BFF necklace off that they both have. Well, no, 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 no. no. Needy, Needy rips, rips off Jennifer. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Needy rips Jennifer's off. And so if you look which at this. Which hurts her feeling. It does. And it actually sort of stops her possession on some mm-hmm. level. It does. And it's like if you're reading this through the lens of her being an assault survivor, she's like now broken the last meaningful relationship she has because she has not been able to get the healing that she needs. And so, uh, and I think that's when like she doesn't have anything left. Yeah. She, she literally falls sort of catatonic to the bed mm-hmm. and needy now has all the control and just stabs her in the heart. Mm-hmm. And that just makes me sad though. Cause she dies. It is sad. Yeah. yeah. The whole see, thing is sad. Yeah. I feel really bad for Jennifer. I feel, I feel, feel bad really for bad. Both of them. Yeah, I do. Because yeah. I mean, just because of this one decision and this group of asshole men, like her life was ruined and taken see, away. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bad for Chip too. Cause he like was super in love with needy and mm-hmm. then he got friend zoned by needy as he's dying. That's gotta be a hard thing to turn <laughs> yeah. out to. Well, only for like a few seconds. So you die. <laughs> well, and if he's you, like, I could have lived, but it's not worth it. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he faked his death. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up next day at school. Like, he's like, he's looking like what happened? He's like, Oh yeah. I can't not a good night. We're just not together. Anymore. Yeah. Of course. I just all smush. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now Needy has stabbed Jennifer and she's dead. I thought it was going to cut away and then you would see her back in prison. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you would see Jennifer's mother come in and see the murder like right after it happens. This yeah. is crazy. Like, was I was not sad. expecting that. Yeah, it was yeah. real sad. And this is the first time I think we've seen Jennifer's yeah. mother too. Yeah. The parents really aren't in this. And I like this. I like that they show the parents' reaction to this kind of stuff because it reminds you that these are real characters with families outside of this horror movie situation. Yeah. So now we cut back to the asylum. Yes. And we're kind of understanding more of why Needy is in this asylum. And she says she's a different person now. And we see this scar that doesn't look like it's healed. It's saying if you're bitten by a demon and you live, you might absorb some of the demon's abilities. And now I'm just now seeing this. If you look at this through the sexual assault lens, too, you're thinking um, if you're bitten, like if you're next to someone who's experienced this, some of the like you could be a secondary victim of that. I don't know if I said that well. Uh, Secondary trauma. I can see Yeah. But anyway, so she starts hovering up for the room. And this is when I see the two, like the virgin and whore dichotomy kind of coming together. Yeah, that's when I saw it too. Needy. Yeah. And for right or wrong, I think the two of them are coming together to make a well-rounded woman who is empowered, who is driven, who can float. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, if I could float. And kick through shit. Yeah. She just kicks through and find knives and find red tennis balls that have been gone forever that science can't find. Stupid science. So she breaks out. (laughs) She finds those red balls, but she also finds the knife. The knife they use to kill Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And she gets pulled over by Lance Hendrickson. She doesn't get pulled over. She doesn't over. get pulled over. She he gets, stops to hitchhike. Hits exactly. Yeah, right. She gets picked up by Lance Hendrickson. And so here's where I think, like, she's not just some evil killing monster right now because she's kind to him. He's nice to her. Like, she's not. I think she only wants to kill the band. I, but so she has broken out and she's gotten picked up by Lance Hendrickson. And then we think that's the movie. We start to see the credits, and then I really like how they did this because we see like flashes of cameras and stills. Yeah, we see like the band mm-hmm. low low shoulder, like 
being awesome and being like the next biggest band that's out. Mm-hmm. Getting then, out of limos, yeah. signing girls' boobs. Yeah. yeah, and then they walk into their suite or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you just hear drugs. her sort of killing them all. Well, yeah, so we see all of their like party pictures, and then we see like blood everywhere. Yeah. And we start to see pictures of their bodies and like one time it's just a foot and then it's and eventually we see all the members of the band until finally we see Adam Brody who's got the murder weapon sticking out of him. Yeah. And then we see Needy walking away looking. And that's at, the movie. And that's the movie. Yeah. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yeah. I didn't think this movie was super scary. I didn't think it was that funny and it wasn't for me. I agree with you. Yeah. I didn't think the movie was scary. I did didn't think it was super funny. I saw what it was trying to do, but I and I saw who it was for. Yeah. But I don't think it did what it was trying to do very well. I don't know. I, I think because it wasn't for me, and it's fine. I, th- there are a lot of things that are for white men. I don't need this, you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to make a call as whether it nailed it or didn't nail it because it, it, I wasn't trying to nail it for me. Because you're not the target audience yeah. for it. Yeah, no, yeah. And listen, I like there's plenty of stuff that's not for me that I can see as like good TV. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people love girls. I hated it. Yeah, I've never but seen I only it. watched like the first three episodes and I was like, oh, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. But people who it's for love it. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. It's just not for me. No, they're, and they're, this just didn't. I, it just missed the mark for me. It works for me. I I think really you're its target, though. I think I, it should definitely. work for you. Yeah. Yes, I think so. And I think 2009 me enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. 2019 me loves it, sees a little bit more what it was trying to do. And I think it's just over time. And unfortunately, because of where we are in the world right now, a lot of this is much more resonant. And I think... Not to say that this stuff wasn't happening before 2009, but we're just now talking about it. And I think now a lot of people are looking back at this movie and saying this was just ahead of its time and we just weren't in a position to understand it. I don't love it. Like, it's not it's not a perfect movie. Sure, There are things that don't quite work for me. There are some things that I think are a little over the top. Sometimes the dialogue, I don't think it's always as funny as it thinks it's going to be, but I really enjoyed it. And I feel like I got a lot out of it and I feel like I would watch it. I like seeing the movie through your eyes because it made Mm. me respect it more. But I, I think that the dialogue was so hit or miss that that it would take me out of your perspective. Like at the end when she stabs Jennifer and Jennifer Mm -hmm. goes, my tit. And then she goes, no, your heart. Yeah. And I I see what they meant because she's stabbing her in the heart, but she's also stabbing, like she's taking out like one of her primary weapons. You know, Mm -hmm. she's hitting at the core of her power and that I I see what they're trying to do. I just don't know if the delivery worked or something about it seemed off. But the one that bugged me, I think the most is when she, when Chip has stabbed her and she pulls out and she asks for a tampon. Yeah. It seemed a little bit too kitschy. Hey, like, there was no hamburger phone in this movie, so I was out. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, I really or did no, like, like you know. recliner on the front lawn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that well, movie. Well, let's, let's talk box office. Yeah. So what do you guys think the budget for this movie was? 40 million? 20. You're closer, Jen. It was 16 million. Ooh, yeah. I think I may have known that. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. It made 16 million, 200,000 domestic, but it also made 15.3 million International. It was so heavily it, marketed. I don't think it made a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know how much the money they spent on marketing. That is sort of the X factor. I, I never know. But money. it made $31 million, So it, it made its budget back. I don't know what the marketing budget was, though. Well, it bombed. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it, I know I they expected it, it to be a lot bigger than it, it was. it didn't just bomb. It got a lot of backlash, too. And there are 
a couple of reasons for that. So since we're talking about the marketing, so this was written by a woman, directed by a woman. The two leads are women. So it was very like female driven. Diablo Cody had just won the Oscar for Juno's screenplay. And so they kind of just gave them carte blanche to do whatever they wanted. Mm. And so they made this movie and then this all male marketing team. That's what it it, seemed like. Yeah. 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 They marketed it to teenage boys because of Megan Fox. And she had just been in transformers and she was like the next Angelina Jolie. So they were marketing it as this really sexy, like a movie for boys. And like, you're going to just get to watch Megan Fox be hot for an hour for two hours. And that's not what the movie is. And I think the, the women that were supposed to be the target audience for this were turned off by that. That's why I didn't go see it. The boys who they wanted to be the audience didn't get it because it wasn't for them. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not for right. especially teenage boys. So they completely yeah. mismarketed the thing. And Diablo Cody or Karen Kusama, I can't remember which one, was saying it's like they just didn't understand what we had tried to make. And so they sold it to the wrong people. It didn't go well. It kind of killed their careers for a little bit. They're both back and doing stuff now. But I mean, it was it was hard. For them, and it was sad because I think this movie is better than what it got. You know, do you want to do some Jen's fun facts? I've got some Jen's fun facts. Jen's, Jen's fun, fun facts. facts. Now, when they were doing the scenes with her jaw extending, they actually used a body double for that. So they tried to do as many practical really? effects as they could. Yeah, they would shoot. I'm not exactly how they did that. <laughs> Who's the person they found with a detachable I jaw? I know, right? That's what I want to know. Okay, so part of the reason they used a body double is because it took so long to put the makeup on for that, or they had some kind of special apparatus to film it that they just didn't want. Me- they couldn't shoot Megan Fox's scenes all day if and she then, was getting yeah. this makeup. Because so she was making sure all day. Yeah. yeah, but they did make an attempt to do as many practical effects as they could. For the role of Nikolai, who was played by Adam Brody, they considered Pete Wentz and Joel Madden, oh. who were huge at the time. That's um, Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy yeah. and Joel Madden from Good Charlotte, I think, right? Yeah, Pete Wentz, bass player in Fall Out Boy. Normally it's the oh, front right. man, like the lead singer who's like the front man of the band. Yeah. Pete Wentz is like the rare, like not lead singer front man, which I right. like. Um, the title is a reference to the song Jennifer's Body by Hole from the album Live Through This. Oh shit, I forgot Hole existed. Yeah. What a wonderful time period of my life that was. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Lively turned down the role of Jennifer. Really? Mm-hmm. So Good call would've... on her part. That would, yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie didn't do well. Say what you will about it. It did not exactly. do well. Exactly. Well, Megan yeah. Fox didn't do very much after it. Well, yeah. she didn't well, do very she, much after mm-hmm. it because she... She got hashtag me too after Transformers 2. Yeah. Jerry Brockheimer like yeah. fucked her career. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, he yeah. did. There, And that's another thing that people are starting to talk more openly about, about what actually happened, which is interesting. So there's a graphic novel tie-in. So if you're interested in graphic novels, How check How graphic it out. does it get, just per se? Well, like, I don't think there's any nudity in it. I'm out. But yeah. the jaw thing is... That's like that's the opposite of graphic that I wanted. (laughs) The wrong you went in the wrong direction, guys. Yeah, sorry. Uh. Hey, Jen. Let's uh-huh. do the scary scale. Let's do the scary scale. Hey, listeners, <laughs> our scary scale is a ranking we give movies to decide how scared we were when we watched them. It's also the scale of my bathroom. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> After enchilada night. It's not a ranking Whoa. of the quality of the film. You messed up my spiel. It's not a ranking of the quality of the film. It's how scared we were when we watched it tonight. And our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right. Todd, what you got? I'm going to give it a two. All right. Uh, there was one jump scare. It turned out to be a crow, so everything was fine. <laughs> but it, it was pretty much not scary, not funny, not sure why I watched this movie. Because of our listeners. No, I understand that. <laughs> it just wasn't for me. Like, if I right. wasn't on this podcast, 
I would never have watched it. Yeah. And I would have been fine not to. Mikey? I give it a one. Uh, if we're sticking to scariness, I just didn't think it was very scary. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give it a five because of specific things. Yeah, the patriarchy. Yeah. And there is a scene that is pretty upsetting for me in this movie. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a five. Otherwise, like, I don't think it's, like, supernaturally creepy. There are just some disturbing themes in it that bug me. Sure. And I you do know. think you're its target audience. I think so, too. Yeah. So yeah. I think it will connect more with you emotionally and scare you more. Yep. And it did. Yeah. yeah. So this week, you guys made me watch. And when I say you guys, I mean the listeners made me watch Jennifer's Body. And next week, what are we? you guys making me watch? Well, we have noticed that we have a glaring hole in the movies that we have been doing we have not covered a single zombie movie. So we're uh, going to do a zombie movie. And nice. you know what? We're going to go all in. We're going to do 28 Days Later. I'm so excited because Killian okay, Murphy. Are now. these slow, stupid, pointless, walking dead zombies? Or are they like fast running, scary zombies well, like World War Z zombies? No spoilers. Oh, come on. Yeah. So 28 Days Later. So excited. For well, this. awesome. Well, guys, watch 28 Days Later for next week. Mm-hmm. You know what we should do? We should read another five star review. We should read another five star review. Did Mike, they you request ready for this? the accent? Is there an accent yet? No, no one requested accents. Hey guys, please request binary, dinosaur, maybe falcon call. I think we're reading this one right here. Hmm. I wonder what a giraffe would sound like reading her. All right, everyone. That girl, Allison. I wonder hey, what her Allison. name and gender are. Says, <laughs> I love this podcast. That's the title of the review. Thank you. I discovered these guys last week. And I think I've already binged about 15 episodes. Nice. Well, you only have about 55 more to get through. <laughs> yeah, you're almost to where I come into the podcast. <laughs> I listened to a couple of other horror podcasts, and this is a welcome addition. Oh, oh nice. I love these three, and horror version Todd is my brother from another mother. Yeah. Aww. With his crude jokes. Keep it up, y'all. Oh, I'll keep it up. Oh, Five stars. Listener. Nailed it. What Listener. are you encouraging? <laughs> I like how you talk to her directly. <laughs> Listener. What are you? I'm working on something here. <laughs> hey, thank you so much, thank that you girl, so Allison. Much, yeah. That really means a lot to us. And if you would like us to read your five-star review, leave us a five-star review. Yeah, so That's we can read works. it. And yeah. leave the accent. You want me to read it? Yeah. In. Like, I challenge the community here. No one's, like, taking me up on it. Yeah, they're robot. Afraid. We are a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. And yes, if you're listening to us in their feed, listen to our feed. You'll get it two days earlier on Monday instead of Wednesday. But yeah. Uh, in their feed, you'll also get, of course, the Modern Horrors podcast, which they have started back a weekly schedule, mm-hmm. it seems. Uh, also, the Final Girls <laughs> podcast and Death Dying and other things. <laughs> yeah, they're all awesome. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And our social, if you want to follow us on social, it is at Horror Virgin. M- uh-huh. Mikey is at M Randolph 24. Jen is at Jeez. Jen Ferratu. <laughs> and I am at Todd J Awesome. <laughs> if you want to check us out online, go to HorrorVirgin.com. You can see Jen's wonderful blog there. Woo! Links to our merch store, all that kind of great stuff up there. If you want to help financially support the show, go to patreon.com slash horror version. We got a lot of great levels. We do. A lot of great perks. And speaking of, this episode was a listener request. Yes. And the way you get to request movies and vote on them is by becoming a Patreon member. All levels have rights to request and to vote. Yes. So yeah, check and- it out. Uh, Jen has been releasing her scary stories that she's been reading oh, all yeah. on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, some of those went to the Facebook group. So they if you're did. not a member of the Facebook group, you are missing out on some awesome, awesome, exclusive Facebook group content. Mm-hmm. So make sure you get up in that group, y'all. Yeah, yeah every call- once in a while, we get a too hot for the horror virgin like clip. Well, we'll probably have some out of this, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Todd probably. always calls me out of being stuck in traffic and posting on the Facebook group. Yeah. I got off the wrong exit. I can't believe it. You're a dumbass. Aww. I know. I love you. All right, so 
too, guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Listeners, thank you so much for requesting this episode and for voting on it. We had so much fun doing yeah. it. Yay, I love it. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. And that's it for us. That's it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Have joke that week. will never end. Bye. Nerds. Nerds.